San Diego podcast. I'm your host, Wesley Guest. Here we talk about everything San Diego, like where to eat, sleep, drink, work, live, and play in America's finest city. So prices in real estate feel like they are sky high and they keep on rising. This has to end, otherwise we're going to come crashing down like 2008, right? Well, actually, this is nothing like the rise and fall in 2008. I'm going to break this down into six simple reasons on why this is not like it was in that 2008 crash and I would not repeat, not be banking on any type of real estate crash anytime soon. Of course, it's a free market. I don't know what's going to happen. I can make educated predictions, but let's be honest, it could come crashing down tomorrow. That being said, here's why I do not think that is going to happen. Reason number one is going to be that mortgage standards are nothing like, I mean, not even close to the way they were back in the early 2000s. Pretty much back then, anyone could basically qualify for a home mortgage. The amount of the home loan default risk uh, the lenders were willing to take on was borderline absurd. If you you compare that to today, it's not even close. It is super difficult to get approved for a home loan right now. What I mean by difficult is you actually have to really qualify for the loan or for the loan amount you are seeking. You have to be qualified. The lender will do the background work to make sure you are in fact qualified for the assets you claim. For example, if you say you make uh, 150,000 annually in salary. You better be making 150,000 in annual salary because that lender is going to check and they're going to check twice. That didn't always happen in the years leading up to 2008 and the previous crash. It always happens in 2021. Lending standards are tough. Okay, so reason number two is going to be that in 2021, home prices are not soaring out of control. I know what you're thinking. Wes, are you crazy? Are you watching the real estate market? Home prices skyrocketed last year. This is true. I do agree with this. We had a nice little run last year, an amazing run, but prices are so far from accelerating out of control. We've seen so much worse. This chart actually does a fantastic job of illustrating exactly what I'm talking about. Clearly, we had some amazing price appreciation in 2020, but check out what the early 2000 years look like. Now, Compare that to the years preceding 2021 or 2020 and a few years before. See the difference? Look at 02, 03, 04, and 05. This was pure madness. If you take the average of the last few years leading up until 2021, we fall right around 6.3%. A little bit lower, but just about 6.3%. Hardly uncontrolled appreciation. If you take the average for those early 2000s at 02, 03, 04, 04, 02, 03, 04, and 05, the annual average works out to be about 10.2% every year. Double digits. Are you serious? See my point? Those prices were skyrocketing year after year, and housing inventory was also increasing, not decreasing. Yes, increasing. Basically, more supply equaled higher prices. It isn't supposed to work like that. That leads me right into reason number three. Reason number three, we don't have a surplus of homes on the market. We have a shortage. You need about five to six months worth of homes on market to reach what most people consider a balanced market. Just about every major market throughout the entire country right now is dealing 
dealing with a massive shortage of homes for buyers to buy. Somewhere in the one to two month range. Here in San Diego, it's about one or 1.1 months worth of inventory. It's almost nothing. That's what we call a severe seller's market. It will take a massive influx of homes for sale to satisfy the current shortage. Of course, this is a free market. At some point, it's going to swing back to the buyer side, but I believe we have a long way to go. Not even a massive forbearance or foreclosure event could fill this void with enough inventory the way it is right now. It's staggering to conceptualize how few homes there really are for sale out there. It is so tough to be a home buyer right now. Not impossible, just difficult. All right, so that leads us right into reason number four. So if inventory is so low, where is all the new construction to make up the difference in inventory, right? No brainer. This is part of the reason why we had so many homes back then. Supply was plentiful and prices were skyrocketing, as I mentioned before. It made no sense. <laughs> it just seems like such a no brainer in hindsight, right? If we only knew then what we know now. Bottom line is that builders got taken to the cleaner, absolute cleaners in 2008, 2009, 2010. They're They've been extremely gun shy for years from building anything. As of right now, a lot of builders, they're back in the game. They're stepping up big time, but it can take years to start, to plan, approve, build, sell. It just takes time. We are way behind on this. More new construction is coming to market every day and in all the major markets, but we have a long way to go to fill the current demand void. Reason number five is gonna be that houses are not becoming too expensive to buy. I know that sounds strange, but the average, hear me out, the average home in San Diego, for example, is pretty close to 750,000 at the time of recording of this video. When you watch this, it might even be higher. That's considered affordable, but here's why, and here's the formula, and here's the deal. So prices are high and they're climbing, but however, if you, you need to understand that uh, when you like, you look at it as an economist, as wages, wages are increasing and they have been increasing. And with the lowest lifetime mortgage rates we've ever seen, affordability is outpacing the price of the home increases. I know it sounds crazy. Basically, you're paying less of your income, your monthly income, let's say to your overall mortgage per month. Your affordability factor is rising faster than the prices of homes. As mortgage rates start to rise, and that is already starting to happen, we're seeing 3%, which is crazy because they were in the twos before. Okay, so reason number six is gonna be a night and day difference from 2008. People are extremely equity rich in 2021, not even close to what happened in 2008. It's nine day is an understatement. Simply put, we learned and we got smarter. In the run up to the housing bubble, in 2008, homeowners were using their homes like ATM machines. You may remember this. You had the RVs, the pools going in, the landscaping, all the crazy toys. Uh, but during the 2008 home crash, home values began to fall. Sellers found themselves in a negative equity situation. Basically, that's where the amount of the mortgage they owe was greater than the value of their home. Puts you in a very difficult spot, especially if you're having other problems. You lose your job, something else happens. So a lot of those homeowners decided to walk away from their homes. That led to foreclosures, short sales, which usually means that house is gonna be sold at a discount, sometimes huge discounts, which really turns the rest of the neighborhood upside down. You're lowering the value of the homes in the overall 
neighborhood in general. Not a good situation at all. But here's what's happening now. In recent years, homes, like in 2020, home prices have risen nicely with over 50% of homes in the entire country having greater than 50% equity and owners have not been tapping into this like an ATM machine like they did in 2008. We learned a lot. Over 50% is a huge number. That's insane. I don't know if it's ever been like that. Hopefully that alleviates some of your concerns as to whether this is 2008 all over again. I don't think it's even remotely close when you break it down into its parts and look at it the way I do. Thank you for watching or listening if you're on the podcast and check back soon. I publish at least one video per week, usually more, and I'll see you on the next one. All right, that's all I've got for today. To learn more about San Diego, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave me a review. And make sure to check out and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Live San Diego, and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you were even thinking about moving to anywhere in the San Diego area, make sure to give me a call, shoot me a text, send me an email, because if there is anything I can do to help you with your real estate needs, I will 100% make it happen.